This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I recognize what is happening to Tucker Carlson. Exactly the playbook of what they did to me. Uh, It is incredible to watch from the outside and frustrating because I know how this game is played. We're going to talk about what the Republicans are doing and the New York Times, quote, Republican lawmakers split over Carlson's false January 6 claims. What exactly is fake about his claims? Oh, I'll explain to you in 60 seconds. So when you're standing there at the grill flipping burgers, listening to, you know, Lee Greenwood on repeat, letting the wind flow through your luxurious mullet, I bet you're saying to yourself, I'm proud to be American cooking American beef on this fine American day. Little do you know, that's not American beef. 85% of the grass-fed beef that you find in stores, even if it has a little flag that says product of USA, it ain't. Oh my gosh, Quebec's turning into Tucker Carlson with false claims. No. 85% of the grass-fed beef at the grocery store is not from America. Oh, that's good. Yeah, people lie sometimes. Yeah, they do. It's a giant game, but it's not with Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers has meats that are hand-trimmed, steakhouse quality, and ready to deliver to your door month after month. So ditch, uh, you know, all the things that you you would, uh, do at the grocery store and just order your meat instead from Good Ranchers. Snag $30 off with the code BECK at GoodRanchers.com. You can get fish, chicken, or meat, all from America. It's 100% satisfaction guarantee. You can count on your monthly delivery of meat as always, to deliver the quality meat from America. Setup is easy and affordable and delicious subscription right now. American Meat Delivered from GoodRanchers.com, promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com, promo code BECK. All right, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the program. Hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, 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 oh my. 
So I'm having a really difficult time uh, trying to figure out what exactly is going on with the media. And when I say that, I'm being sarcastic because I know exactly what's going on with the media. There's two things. First of all, let's take the claims from the Republican lawmakers. They're split over Carlson's false claims of January 6th. And I want to look at the media. What is the media saying? And then I just want to point out again, go to foxnews.com. See if it's there yet today. Yesterday at foxnews.com, not a single story on this. Not a single story. There's some up, up there near the top today of his conversation with the January 6th uh, police, Capitol Police officer that we were just playing in the four minute bus. Okay. What are, and is it at the top? Uh, we are near the top. Okay. So, Tucker Carlson t- talks with key Capitol Police officer ignored by January 6th panel. Okay, good. So nothing about the video yesterday, nothing about the video today, but talks to the police officers. Now, I've seen this movie before. I've lived this movie. I had a starring role in it. But now the sequel stars Tucker Carlson. Let me just give you some of these. House Republicans promoted Tucker Carlson's report falsely portraying the attack on the Capitol as largely peaceful event. Okay. Okay. All righty. You use that language? First of all, let me just clarify what everyone in the press is arguing is different than what you're arguing. You and I are arguing not that it wasn't a peaceful event. It, 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 there were lots of people there that didn't have ill intent, but there's a ton of people there that did have ill intent, ill intent. It's it's like, oh, gee. Hey, do we have any audio by any chance of largely peaceful events? I mean, I I think I've heard that someplace before. I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not uh, it is not generally speaking unruly. That is There's right. a fire behind him. <laughs> they are strictly principled anti-fascists, and they've taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists uh-huh. and white nationalists wherever they may show up. I argue to you tonight, all punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um fighting listen there's you know no organization is perfect there was some violence any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property but these are not reasonable times okay stop i think we got it i think we got it the entire media said to us well this isn't the same i mean yeah there was some violence but it was mostly peaceful okay or there was violence but it was justified okay i don't think so I don't think it was then, and I don't think it is on January 6th. I don't think burning cities down or breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows is acceptable. Period. Period. So can we now get past that and talk about the videotape? Sure, Chuck Schumer will say. Sure we can. 
He's taking this videotape and making it look like it's mostly peaceful. No, he's not. No, he is not. He's showing them throw thi- throwing things through the windows. Got it. Nobody said that was made up. Nobody said that didn't happen. You believe that when you talk about the video, what you're saying is, wait a minute, how come the police were giving this guy basically a armed escort into the Senate chamber? What happened there? If he was so dangerous, what happened there? What happened with the selective editing of the media where they showed only one senator running when if you would have just advanced it or rewound it maybe 15 seconds, you would have seen a lot of senators running. That's selective editing. You can't, you can't edit things in that didn't happen. You can only edit things out that did. He's not editing anything out. Only the mainstream media did that. Now, what's happening? What's happening? Well, you know now. The, the, the uh, New York Times, CNN, everybody else, they are arguing that you can't call this a mostly peaceful event. Uh, okay, I don't care. I really don't care because that label didn't fit with the George uh, uh, George Floyd riots. It doesn't fit with Antifa. And I don't think it fits there. It wasn't an armed insurrection. But it was violent. Parts of it. Parts of it. Most of the times, at least, unless, I'm, unless I'm misreading this, most of the times I've heard people say that January 6th was a most mostly peaceful event were essentially a... A satire on on the George Floyd Correct. reaction, right? Like people are saying, they're saying, "Oh, it looks like it was mostly peaceful." I don't think any anyone looked at the overall footage of January six and said it was mostly peaceful. I mean, that, that's not a no. That's not a good description of it. No, and we were outraged. Yeah, I said that uh-huh. just as much, if not more, than the left because you were like, "See, I told you those people," and we were like, "Those aren't our people. Those people are." Stupid and going to cause all kinds of problems, and it's just wrong. As many of them have now admitted, Correct. even the people involved in Correct. it. Correct. Okay, so let me read the rest of this. Um, the divide in uh, with the Republicans. The divide reflected a continuing rift in the party of those who want to move on from January 6th, regarding it as political liability. Well, I'd like to move on from January 6th, but I don't want to move on when the facts aren't all in. I'm not going to let you write history that this was the most violent thing to happen since the Civil War. Because it's not true. Those And those who want to relitigate it publicly, quote... To feed the anger of the party's hard right base, which continues to revere former President Donald Trump, believing the lie that the election was stolen from him and insist that the riot at the Capitol two years ago was a justified response. 
Wow, that's a lot in one sentence, isn't it? So that's the only reason. The only reason why you're watching is because you want to relitigate because you're angry and you're part of the very hard right base and you revere Donald Trump and you believe it was absolutely a lie, uh, absolutely a lie that the election wasn't stolen from him and the Capitol riot was justified. I mean, I, I, I don't think I know anybody who believes all of those things. Wow. Wow. So, um, no. What the New York Times says, effectively, Mr. Carlson is, is uh, trying to rewrite the history of the riot to the right wing's favorite news commentator uh, to uh, write it. Uh, for the conspiracy theories about the attack. No, that's not what's happening. We're trying to get a balance here on what actually happened. So we know the we know the press. We know they're in the bag. We know they've lied over and over and over and over again. Always they lie. I mean, do I need to tell you the lies, all of the conspiracy theories that have all been proven to be conspiracy fact? Do we really need to go there? I think we're tired of hearing it every day. There's a new revelation. Oh, I guess this did happen. And they called you a liar and a conspiracy theorist for believing it. Well, I let the video speak for itself. If they want to say that he didn't include all the footage, neither did the mainstream press. So now we have Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer begging Rupert Murdoch Murdoch, to kick Tucker Carlson off the air because democracy depends on it. Democracy depends on it. I thought democracy died in darkness. I thought democracy died when you couldn't present all sides. I thought democracy died when you silenced speech. When you said, follow the science and Fauci comes on and said, well, basically that's me. I thought that's when democracy died. No, we cannot have because the people are too fragile. The people are too stupid. We have to spoon feed them the story produced by, I believe it was an old AB, wasn't an ABC morning producer that that actually produced the January 6th committee hearings. He actually took the videos, produced added sound selectively edited it for the most powerful presentation he could make out of it that's called propaganda that's not the facts that's propaganda so chuck schumer says that you're too stupid but here's what i really like 
you also have some really great people. Well, let me just uh, show you. Uh, cut five here. Here's Mitch McConnell. My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, it was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Your chief law enforcement official who got a cozy job from Nancy Pelosi to go do campus security in Berkeley? That official? Ha! Huh. The one that didn't answer the calls when they were coming in? Hey, hello, anybody there? Backup, we kind of need backup. Can somebody give me an idea of what we should do? Psst. Now, hello, anybody at home? You mean that official? See, he said something very telling there. It was wrong of Fox News to air this. It'll all come together in 60 seconds. Stand by. Brian lives in Alabama. He writes about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, after taking Relief Factor for three weeks, 90% of my pain is gone. It begun to limit my mobility and my ability to get things done at work and at home. And I am amazed at the relief I've gotten. I should have started taking Relief Factor a year ago when I first heard about it on your show. Thanks. Brian, thank you. I'm so glad that you're feeling better. Um, Every day, I tell you the story of somebody like Brian who has their life back. I have my life back from Relief Factor. You want to get out of pain? Please just try Relief Factor. It's the three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug. Developed by doctors, hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number 4 relief. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. Again, ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number 4 relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10-second station ID. So did you notice that both Schumer and McConnell are arguing the same thing the New York Times is arguing, which the people I know are not arguing? They're arguing that Tucker Carlson said that this was great. It was sunshine and lollipops and there was there was no violence there. Nobody's saying that that I know. Nobody's saying that what happened on January 6th was a nightmare. For myriad of reasons, it was a nightmare, should have never happened. It should have been stopped immediately. So we're not arguing that. We're not arguing that. We're arguing, wait, the media and the January 6th committee, they're covering their own tracks. 
they had information for some reason they didn't pass that on to the Capitol Police officers that day. They had information, but they decided not to secure the Capitol for some reason. They knew what was coming, but they did nothing for some reason. The, the, the question here is, why are they, why did they selectively edit to make this look just horrible and not show you the full story on some of the people involved? Why haven't we found the January 6th pipe bomber yet? Why is it that the FBI has taken five people off their most wanted list? A guy they have videotape in the crowd with a gun and an earpiece. What? Wait, was he an undercover guy? Why was he on for like five months on the FBI's top 10 most wanted list and then gone? There are several of these guys that that had that going on. There's five people that were removed from the FBI. Most what? Ray Epps. What? How? How is the guy with the horns on his head in prison? But Ray Epps wasn't even wasn't even charged. He came in and he was asked some questions by some Democrats and he's fine. Okay, so that's what it's really about. Except they keep saying it was wrong of Fox News to do this. You see, Fox plays a very interesting game. Fox News didn't. I told you yesterday, nothing on the website of Fox News. However, Fox Opinion, Tucker Carlson, he did do something. Fox News gets the credit, but it was one man standing against everybody program. else. I want to tell you about the uh, U.S. Air Force Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro Jr. Uh, in one horrific moment during his tour in Afghanistan, the Humvee he was riding exploded, leaving him with severe burns, 80% of his body. Doctors gave him only a 15% chance of survival, but he did. He survived. And then he went on to become the first fully disabled airman permitted to re-enlist. And he was also a gold medal winner in the Invictus Games after, after the burns. These days, he goes on and he tells his story to help others. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation made sure right away that he and his family received a mortgage-free smart home, has ton of smart features that help him live his life more independently so he can do what he wants to do for the rest of his life, which is inspiring a whole bunch of people. Help heroes like Del Toro when they need it most. Will you donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? That's T, the number two T, dot org. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 10 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. couple of things uh, coming up. 
Tucker Carlson is joining us on the program today. He will be on with us uh, in hour three of the program. Also, the fundamental transformation of our energy production, our power grid. Uh, It took a pretty radical turn in 2015. It was a global arms race to make sure that we turn green everything. Um, When Trump was put into office, uh, the entire process was in jeopardy. That's why the world freaked out, because they're way down this road on clean energy and the World Economic Forum, and they can't tolerate anybody that will stop that. We laughed at the Green New Deal. Remember, that's never going to that's never going to happen. That's crazy. Well, it's happening just exactly the way I told you it would happen. I said it would be broken up and put into another bill. And that bill was the Inflation Reduction Act. Hmm. It took the Green New Deal, broke it up. It is the only word I have to describe what is going on right now is treason it is treason when you see what they have done it's a preview of 21st century uh, fascism the government partnering with private companies funding the closure of reliable energy not only here but all around the world with your money And it's happening in your state right now. Uh, Our power grid is in danger right now. Now, we're also going to give you a solution because two states have just in the last couple of days, they're on it. And they took this up. And so you need to know the facts, which you have not heard anywhere else. Uh, and you need to start pushing these bills and the bills in the states that one state has passed it already. And I read all of the articles on the uh, the next day, and they're like, this is a ridiculous bill. It does nothing. We don't even know why they would pass this bill. Well, I'm going to tell you tonight why they're passing that bill. Nine o'clock only on Blaze TV. Please join us as a subscriber. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Hello, Pat Gray. Hello, Glenn Beck. Stupid gear. How are you people? Oh, great. Good. I've been worried when, about you. Remember? I woke up in the middle of the night the other night thinking, really? oh my gosh, how are Glennons too? Really? Oh, oh yeah. Cold sweats. It wow. Was, yeah. Wow. Uncomfortable time for me. Is it because you sold us fentanyl and you didn't tell us <laughs> that it was fentanyl? Is that what it is? Well, there was that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, he's been making cookies and then <laughs> crushing fentanyl up in, in our only our cookies. Um, so, Pat, um, it's weird to watch this Tucker thing. It is. Uh, because it feels very familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Seems like the like 2009, 10, 11-ish. Yeah. yeah, where one guy is left swinging in the breeze. And, yeah. and, and the network is getting praise. Oh, at least they're doing it. No, no. It's one guy doing all of the work on this one. Now you said praise. Do you, have you detected praise for Tucker's reporting on this? From, I, from whom? Oh, from friends and from, from people, conservatives. you know, conservatives. Yeah, because I've seen yeah. a lot of criticism over but it. All like, the yeah. politicians yeah, they're that very are speaking angry. out are pissed at him, including Republicans. It's a matter well, with now, come on. Come on. Yes. Mitt Romney. Well, Romney. And McConnell, uh, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. 
They're conservatives or, well, they are Republicans, but. They're certainly establishment Republicans, but again, like the reason Tucker Carlson has this footage in the first place is because Kevin McCarthy gave it to him. Yeah. So who is a, who is there a more establishment Republican than Kevin McCarthy? He actually still stuck by it. Yeah. And they asked him about it yesterday if he regrets giving it to him. And he said, no. Why would you regret it? There should be transparency here. Right. I mean, that should be released to. Everyone. And I love how they continually accuse Tucker Carlson of lying as they continue the unbelievable lies that seven people were killed by that mob. They keep trying to, and they've extended the number of of people who were killed. And they've called it an armed insurrection. Yeah. Armed insurrection. And they can't find the pipe bomb guy. They uh, have... Which they have video of. Right. They they can't find... um, uh, anything wrong with what Ray Epps did? Right. They can't find the guy who was on the on the scaffolding tower. Okay. They can't find the guy who was uh, beating a police officer with a club. They they can't find him. They took him off the FBI most wanted list. Mm. They took a guy with an earpiece and a gun in the crowd on video. He was one of the FBI most wanted. He's gone. Do we have actually? Yeah. Here's the slide. Here's. Mm. Uh, this is uh, the ginger gun, and he was on the FBI most wanted list. He has an earpiece, and there's a video of him, and you can see him pull his shirt down. There he is pulling his shirt down over his gun. You see the gun. Why, why is the FBI suddenly not interested in that guy? Show the other one. Um, oh, you didn't get the other one? Okay. So, But there's, an, there's another one where this guy was breaking into the Capitol um violent and beating a police officer with a baton oh geez and he was on the fbi most wanted list and for some reason he's been taken off and the fbi won't say why they took these guys off Mm. come on come on and all they could talk about was the the QAnon shaman. I mean, how, yeah. how many times did we hear about that guy? Oh, no, but... And but, then you see what he actually did. No, no, no. Did you hear? Didn't you hear? Last night, the uh-huh. Capitol Police chief came out and said that was just to yes. de-escalate things. Yes. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't uh, giving him a tour. They were just de-escalating. Why wouldn't you de-escalate, de-escalate it by sending him maybe to the snack counter not the Senate chamber. Right. That doesn't seem bright. And no. I do think there is this. I mean, officers definitely do this type of thing, right? Where if there's a mob and they, they you know, they're outnumbered, they will try to deescalate a situation and not just try to rush the mob and try mm-hmm. to you know win. Mm-hmm. This case, however, in particular is important because there are moments where he's the only one. And there are nine police officers yeah. around him. Yeah, you like, didn't have to. De- you didn't have anything to de-escalate. de-escalate. Put him in handcuffs Go and throw him in a closet. And de-escalate. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, this guy. Weird. This guy. This makes no sense. It makes no sense. And here's the problem. He pled guilty. Right. Okay. That's why he got, got four, four years. years. But he was facing twenty. Yeah, I know. If he didn't do I a know. plea deal, he was on the Outrageous. low end of, of sentencing okay? guidelines. And if you say, "Look, guys, I I didn't know it was. I was walking with the police officers. You have any evidence of that? No, but I was walking with the police officers. Well, there's no evidence of that. Well, yes, there is, Your Honor, but it's been deemed top secret." It's called the cameras in the Capitol. He wasn't allowed to have a defense. Despicable. Do you remember what happened 
you remember what happened to me in Boston? Were you with me on that trip? So we talked sure. about, and I got to be careful what I say because of a, an agreement. Um, there's a guy that uh, <laughs> I believe to this day, I believe to this day that, that I have beliefs that maybe shouldn't be said on the air. <laughs> I just think if you've had an agreement, so anyway, agreements are agreements. Yes, but I can't remember all the details. we have to yeah, abide right. by agreements? Why right. is that? Okay. I don't know, but be so, careful. Yeah, here's right. the thing. Mm-hmm. I went to court. I had a document that was given to me by a whistleblower. Okay. And it proved the case. The court said, oh, that, uh, that, how, where'd you get that document? Well, I can tell you that it was given to us by a whistleblower at this place, blah, blah, blah. But I can't give you the whistleblower's name. Well, then we don't know if that's a real document. Okay. Well, then all you have to do is ask for this page and this series of documents and you can look it up yourself. And they didn't have to search for it. You knew what document We knew it where, where, where it was. And uh, the uh, White House sent five attorneys, five, to, to really to, to go against this, really. And what they did eventually, they said, no, we're not going to do it. And they, they were held in contempt. And they finally had to turn it over. But they turned over all of these pages 100% redacted. Okay. Not a single word in like 300 pages had a word. But it didn't have black on it. Really? Okay. Not uh, one word. Helpful. Not one word. <clears throat> so I just said to our attorneys, tell the judge, because the page number is on ours and the page number is on theirs. Why don't you compare the page numbers? Because we did. Identical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every period, end of sentence was exactly where it was. Clearly the same uh, the same document, clearly. Nope, can't, 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 can't admit that. That's not evidence. Jeez. Well, you can't defend you. This is what I said for, oh, at the top of my lungs with my poor attorneys. How can you defend anything if they hold all of the keys? All the evidence and they won't let you see it. And they won't let anyone see it. You can't prove yourself innocent. You can't prove anything if they are the ones that have complete control of all the evidence. That's what happened Mm -hmm. to the shaman. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like with him, too, he was really legitimately like felt bad about what happened and yeah. I, I i mean i don't know you, you never know when you're someone's in court they could be making it up but he seemed you know he's had some issues i mean you may know by his dress that he uh said maybe had some uh some uh, mental health con- uh challenges it, maybe uh, and uh over yeah. over his life and i think he really like felt legitimately bad about what had happened uh and i think pled guilty because he just felt like he should he felt like he committed well, a crime I, and felt like he should I, I think also when you're facing 20 years and you're sitting there listening to the fbi and you know they have blood out for you and you have no yeah. defense mm-hmm. you can't produce any evidence i think i might have taken four years now i'm i would be skeptical that they would ever have given this evidence up of course but he seemed to have short-circuited the, the even process of getting it because he pled guilty Correct. on the early side but again that you know it's his own choice and you know that there may have been reasons he wanted to do that it seems like at least by his description 
he felt like it was just morally the right thing to do. Like he just felt he had. Oh, so there's a but, hardened criminal that I know, needs and to be I, thrown I, away. I, and again, I, I think Jeez. that that's a, I mean, even the judge in the case said he believed, uh, believed this guy that he really felt uh, terrible about, you know, any crimes he may have committed, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he, well, but still he wound up getting almost four years in prison. Well, yeah, because he was wearing horns. Right. Yes. You know? I think the horns were scary. So he, he deserved everything paint, he got. You know, face paint mm-hmm, and do horns. That. Yeah. There's no defense for that. <laughs> no. I mean, I think except were you, you have or to, were you not wearing horns? Right. Except you'd have to go to like Minnesota and arrest a lot of the Viking <laughs> fans. Yes. Okay. Right. I mean, there are people that go to you know. Yeah, good reference. Thank you. There are people. I know. That go was that surprising? What the hell is going on? Wait, you picked the right state. You <laughs> the had right the team? right nickname. Wow. <laughs> what is happening? Teenage son. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, but you look at people in the crowds. You're like that person is a lunatic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, that just... that he deserves it. That fan just <laughs> happened to be, you know, at the speaker's desk in the House of Representatives. Yeah. I mean, isn't mm-hmm. it true, though, like what we're learning, I think, from this stuff is something that we would, I think, all admit was true as well with the George Floyd riots, that there were people who were burning buildings down, and there were also people who were out watching, and there were also people who believed in the cause and were walking by and didn't burn buildings down. Correct. They shouldn't mm-hmm. all be thrown in prison. Correct. Right? That's the, of course. Could we have one of them put in prison? It would be nice if How one of them was. One. It would be yeah. some, some of the and not bailed out by our <laughs> right. t- by, by our, our vice president. president. Yes. Yes. One. Yeah. 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 Right. Like and like, why can we admit that? But yeah. they can't admit it. And right. then here they're trying to make the January sixth thing. Like what this all this evidence seems to prove to me is that a couple of things are true at the same time. There were some people who did really bad things at January 6th and deserved to go to prison. There mm-hmm. are others who maybe deserved a slap on the wrist. Maybe they shouldn't have walked in there. Maybe they did a couple of things they shouldn't have, but mm-hmm. should be treated completely separately from insurrectionists. Yeah. Yes. And then there's a lot of people who did very little wrong. And if anything, if at anything at all. If anything at all and, in the you crowd. Know, and the same thing with the George Floyd riots. The, but the other thing we learn, the other thing we learn here is... That the government and its allies had money and influence in the crowds to get them to uh, to riot. And we're finding the same thing here. There was influence from the government. There was influence from the government with George Floyd and excuses made. And this time influence and jail time. It's it's dirty. That's the problem with this. That's what this story is about. It's not whether it was violent or not. What did the government do? What was its involvement from start to finish? Back in a minute. Thanks, Pat. Ever imagine back when you were turning into an adult, you'd be where you are today, you know? All of the responsibilities, the assets, the uh, liabilities, uh, and also the debt. Debt is going to become more and more of a problem. The Fed is going to continue to raise interest rates. They, we are in a, uh, a self-inflicted death spiral soon. They're going to keep raising the interest rates and they're going to keep spending money. It, it, I mean, it's just going to it'll kill the economy and then it'll kill your savings as well. Look, you got to get out of debt or at least this high interest debt. Because right now, the average credit card is 21%. That's insane. You'll never be able to pay that off. 
Please call American Financing. You could be able to uh, delay up to two mortgage payments, close in as little as 10 days, and the average person is saving $700 a month. Call them now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, my apologies if you happen to be watching the blaze uh, today uh, or going to watch tonight. I had some more uh, surgery on my face. Unfortunately, it doesn't make it better ever. Uh, feel like I'm starting to look a little like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> uh, I had uh, more skin cancer stuff removed from my face, so my apologies. But I am in the seat tonight with a chalkboard going to show you something that will astound you that will absolutely astound you. This is something that everyone in America must understand. Tonight at 9 o'clock, Blaze TV. Let me tell you about Grip6. You and I love to support products and companies that do things here in America or products that are made here in America. Um, We have to bring American manufacturing back. Made in America uh, has always meant a certain standard of quality, but now we also have to bring this back. So the people that are um, doing it are risking, especially when it's anything to do with clothing, belts, socks, wallets, whatever. You may you want something 100% made in the USA by American workers, not just assembled. Well, then uh, you got a problem. Unless you know about Grip6. Right now, you can save 40% off the Grip6 factory second sale. So you get the Grip6 lifetime guarantee for functionality, but also Grip6.com slash Beck uh, will give you a 40% discount right now. Subscribe to the email list for that 40% discount. Limited time offer for email subscribers. Just go to Grip6.com slash Beck. Made in America means something again. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is 
the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. You know, um, when people would sabotage a country, they were traitors. Uh, and there was a, you know, <laughs> there used to be a time when we were in war where if you sabotaged the, the plants, the factories, anything that would hurt the United States of America and its ability to function, you were a saboteur, a traitor. If you were an American, a traitor. Just a saboteur if you were from another country. Well, we have sabotage going on right now, and it's being done by citizens of the United States. In fact, many of them have taken an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, I am going to show you the shocking sabotage that is being done right now intentionally by our own government to destroy our ability to generate enough power to run our country. It is real, it is happening, it's in the law. I'll show you the examples of it where it's happening. Nobody knows this is going on because nobody's actually read the 3,000 pages of the Inflation Reduction Act. It has nothing to do with re reducing inflation. It has everything to do with the Green New, uh, uh, New Deal. And let me tell you something. It's not even about green. It's not about green energy. It is about destroying America, destroying our ability to make energy, our ability to survive and our ability to actually have a currency that's worth something and it will be very clear do not miss tonight 9 p.m blaze tv if you are not a subscriber to blaze tv this is one reason to subscribe uh we give you stuff that nobody else will and it's well researched you can find it at blazetv.com slash glenn use a promo code glenn and save we'll see you tonight at nine our sponsor this half hour is Tuttle Twins. History is vitally important. So what is, what is it that we need to learn from history? Well, one thing we need to know is the origins of some of these, uh, some of these agencies, even the non-governmental agency, the Federal Reserve. It, it was started in the dark of night no one in America was for it. They tried to establish it several times. A game was played with the biggest, richest bankers in the country, and they got the Federal Reserve in. It's way off its charter now, and uh, it's the source of most of our problems with our money. The Tuttle Twins and the creature from Jekyll Island. That tells you the history of the Fed, and more importantly, it'll teach your kids um, what the Fed does and how a free market is supposed to work. They'll understand and be able to navigate in the treacherous waters ahead in their life. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You'll get a free book. Just pay for the shipping. Teach your kids how to stay ahead of inflation and how to know the difference between a free market and a fraud. TuttleTwinsBeck.com.
Okay, we have uh, one of my one of my favorites. In fact, I think the best person on the economy uh, is uh, Carol Roth. She's the author of War on Small Business. She also has a new book. Do you know when it's coming out yet? July 11th. July 11th. 7-11. Lucky roll, roll of the dice. Right. And it will be, uh, it, it is called, You Will Own Nothing. Uh, I don't think you're going to like it, but You Will Own Nothing. You'll love the book. And it comes out uh, July 11th. Can you pre-order it yet? Not yet, okay. but I will come back to you soon. Okay. Well, All actually, right. you, you can pre-order it, but we don't have the pre-order bonuses. So we want to get everybody those bonuses. Okay. Um, so, Carol... Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I see in the news that I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, I, I, I'll listen to some people talk and they will say, we're done. In, I mean, recession and worse is coming our way. It's right around the corner. I see things like no one is working at places. You can't, you can't hire the people to do the jobs now. And and where did they go? Because the unemployment numbers seem to be good. Inflation around the world is the in Britain. The food inflation is up another 18 percent. Are we dodging a bullet here? So it's a really good question, Glenn, and I think the reason why you are confused about this, and frankly, so many economists have gotten this wrong, is everybody's looking for benchmarks, and we are in unprecedented times economically. You know, we've never had a period in history where they decided to keep interest rates suppressed and, frankly, um, near zero for 15 years, just completely suppressing and creating this, this easy money policy. We've We've never had a period in time where you know the the people who are in charge of the um, you know most robust economy in the world said, "Hey, we'll we'll just shut down a third of it for a little while and then try to turn it right back on and assume there's going to be no problems like we're power cycling a modem." Right. We've never had a, a point in time where we've had uh, the Federal Reserve print so much money that they then have $9 trillion on their balance sheet. So all of these Jeez. things have caused massive disruptions to every piece of the economy, um, not to mention, um, you know, looking forward to your special tonight, you know, the, the crazy energy policy that has created this undersupply throughout the economy in oil, in labor, you know, in, in food and in, in housing, all of these areas where the Fed, you know, can't print those things like they print oil. So a lot of people are saying, you know, why is it that the Fed is raising rates and, you know, we're not seeing the immediate effect of it? And a lot of it is, I, I call it the, the the recession being late to the party. It's not that they're not going to show up. Um, they're just being fashionably late because we have so many weird things that we're working through where there are no benchmarks. You know, if you've had cheap capital for 15 years, if you are a business, you have plenty of capital that you have locked down at low interest rates. Um, so you probably anticipated this 
this and don't necessarily need that, you know, today to work through whatever it is you're right. working through. A lot of consumers have locked in those interest rates. So, you know, when we see the Fed raising rates, it's going to take a little while for people to run out of that debt capacity and to say, okay, I need more. And so we're really just seeing that timing issue that's going on because of all of these central planning mistakes, or perhaps you believe it was intentional. You can make a good case either way, but the central planning messing with the economy. Okay. So I, I see things like, um, uh, car, uh, repossessions going through the roof. Okay. So that's happening. But at the same time, I keep seeing these labor uh, statistics that show uh, everybody's got a job. It's great. And then I hear, well, no, they fudged the numbers. And I, I don't understand what's happening with the labor numbers. Okay, so let's unpack this, and I'm going to use both retail sales and labor to sort of explain this. So as Mark Twain said, three kinds of lies, right? Lies, damn lies, and statistics. So anytime you're looking at data, um, most people who work with it try to normalize it to throw out things that are unusual to make more sense of it and to make it you know, easier to understand and interpret and, and predict from. So if you had things that are crazy highs and crazy lows, you might throw that out. Correct. What they do in terms of things like retail sales and the labor force is they do a seasonal adjustment. And so the best way for you to understand this as you know, you know, during the holiday season, uh, lots of people decide to do their shopping in November, December, and then that falls off a cliff in January when people are returning things and are, are all tapped out. So they make a guess based on historical benchmarks. Like, what should that look like on a normalized basis based on everything that we've seen? And we're just going to make those adjustments, which sounds great until things don't behave like they did historically. So for example, um, if you think about retail sales, Morgan Stanley says normally we would have a 20% drop between December and January in retail sales. But what happened this year is people started shopping early. December wasn't quite as robust as they planned. So January didn't look quite as bad because December wasn't quite as good. So those sales Mm. only came down 16.2% when they were projecting them to come down 20, oh my God, retail sales are great. The same Uh. thing happens when you look at the hiring numbers because we don't have as many people in the labor force. If you think about all of those retail employees who are working, right, they're expected to be laid off in January, but now they didn't even have enough people to hire. So they expected that, that there would be 3 million jobs cut in January but there were only 2.5 million. Oh my God, what a great difference between December and January. So this all goes into them trying to adjust the data and you know use it uh, you know, seasonally adjusted. And again, you can say that this makes sense or is nefarious. I, I think there's a case to be made on yeah, both I, sides. I mean, I, but I, that's I, why you have this divergence that is difficult for everyone to get their arms and their heads wrapped around when you see what's going out on out in the real world. So- when it comes to inflation, the Fed is raising the interest rates, but right. the government is spending money unlike ever before. No matter what Joe Biden says, we are right. just pouring money out of the door. The idea of raising interest rates is you slow the engine down. You start to people 
can't buy things. They um, have to kind of scrimp and save. So they're not going out and buying things. They're not buying new houses, new cars, et cetera, et cetera. And that sucks the, the interest rate sucks the money in to be destroyed. But if you're doing that and you're spending more money than you could possibly take in, why, why are we still relatively okay? Well, so you've sort of explained it, right, is that the Fed is trying to destroy demand. They're trying to slow things down. And one of the ways they do that is they send a signal to the government. They've given the government the permission through easy money for, as we said, about the last 15 years to be able to spend and finance that at a low rate. Now, as they're raising rates, that's supposed to send a signal to the government, hey, it's become really expensive for you to borrow. You need to slow your rate down. And the government has said, too bad, we're just going to spend like drunken sailors, no disrespect meant to drunken sailors. <laughs> so that basically means that component of the GDP is going to stay very solid. It does another thing, though, psychologically, if you think about it, Glenn, if you had the government practicing austerity, if you said, we need to slow things down, then all of a sudden you as a consumer went, oh, well, may maybe things aren't as great as, as they, they possibly are. The government's practicing some austerity. I'm going to practice some austerity, too, because I'm worried about what's going on. That's not happening. The government is sending a signal that everything is fiscally sound, that it's OK for you to spend. And that signal is going through the rest of the economy as well. So you have consumers saying, well, you know, they're, they're not going to pull back. I'm not going to pull back. And another thing that you have things like the cost of living adjustment that happened because of inflation that hit almost 70 million Americans, you know, starting in December um, into January of this year, that's effectively more stimulus into the economy. Right. So you still have all of the stimulus going on. What the Fed should be doing here is saying, you know what? We're out. We don't have the tools. Government, this is on you. You are overspending. You are creating the policy that is keeping people out of the labor force, that is keeping oil prices high, that's putting up barriers to create more housing. This isn't something we can fix. This is something you fix. We're out. You do it. Unfortunately, nobody has the cojones to do that. Or it's something else. Right. Correct. Right. Uh, or it's something <laughs> <Story> else. <number> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right. L let me come back to you because I want to talk to you about what the other central banks seem to be doing that we're not doing. Other central banks around the world are doing something that seems like common sense to me. And my grandfather used to say, you know, if we would have known what the rich were doing before the Depression, we all could have done it and it would have been a lot better. I think this is the ultimate example of that. And we'll talk about it coming up in just a second. Tom from Virginia reached out to tell us about his experience with realestateagentsitrust.com. He said, I spent nearly four months with a local realtor without a single offer on my house, despite two drops in price. So I changed the realtor I found uh, that I found through Real Estate Agents I Trust, your company, Glenn. Um, and I changed. I changed. It's out of uh, that this realtor was out of Ashburn, Virginia. She gave me better data showing the price of my house, what it should be listed at, what I needed to do to make my house present better. And the result was a full price offer within two weeks. Her name is Michelle. She's fabulous. I'd recommend her to anyone. Tom, I love hearing about this. This is what our company is meant to do. 
just at no cost to you recommend somebody that we have done our homework on and really believe can turn your real estate situation around real estate agents i trust.com just contact us tell us you're looking to buy sell where and we will help you find the right real estate agent no cost to you real estate agents i trust.com 10 seconds station id So, Carol, you know, the other the other thing that could be going on is that they know that this is a game that they've overplayed and there's kind of no way out uh, and, you know, no easy way out. And so if you cause if you just if you just end this system and you have a net to fall into, which is digital currency, you can you can shift the whole world. Um, and I think personally, that's what's happening. But um, because things look pretty OK, people are used to because of the last 20 years of going, oh, well, there's no real price to any of this. It's it's always going to be like this. Everybody's a you know naysayer on this. But China now it it appears we are heating up a war with China, with what China is doing how, how when does this start to affect our supply line again? I mean, I wish I had that crystal ball and I wish that more companies um, took the lessons of the last few years and the huge overdependence that we have on China. Some people and some companies have lessened their supply chain and their dependence on China, but not nearly to the extent that we need it. And there are critical um, elements and components of all different kinds of things that we get, you know, from producing energy to producing medicines and so on and so forth that are very important that I don't think there has been enough focus on bringing that back here to the United States. And unfortunately, we're seeing some of the hallmarks I think that you're kind of alluding to. You have China who is increasing their gold supply and they have been lightening up on their treasuries. So, you know, that sends a signal. That is something that the Russians did before they invaded Ukraine is a a very similar, you know, kind of history rhyming situation. Mm -hmm. And while there may be other reasons for it as well, um, it's certainly something very, very important to watch. But, you know, I suggest for everyone, if you have critical things in your life, particularly, you know, medicines or other things that you need, you know, look at where they're coming from. And uh, I certainly don't want to get uh, myself or anyone else in trouble. But if there is a way for you to find any creative way to stockpile these things and not be on a month to month basis with something that you need to live, that is a very important thing for you to be doing. I, uh, I agree. I, I, you know, and there are legal ways that you can do it. Um, you, but you, you really should do it again. My concern is, and you know, we both represent gold lines. So I, you know, I want to make sure that you understand this is not a commercial, but what the central banks around the world are doing, they are going into gold and they are stockpiling gold. That tells me they know storms are ahead for currencies. Um, and you know, when anybody starts to stockpile anything, the only one that isn't stockpiling really anything is the United States. We are depleting (laughs) ourselves of everything we have. 
And I think that the, the, the most challenging thing here to, to put some numbers around it, um, last year was a record year for central banks buying gold. The back you know, as far back as they've been tracking it since the 1950s, 1136 tons, I believe, of gold that they added on a net basis. And China was back in buying again in January. Now, 14 what tons that- of gold. They just bought. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. A lot. One of the challenging things that comes out, as we talked about the numbers and the fact that you can't really trust the United States government, is if you look at the distribution of gold holdings, it says that we have the highest holding. Now, granted, it's nowhere near the amounts that we have when we used to be on the gold standard. It says that we have 8,100 tons. I don't know if I believe that. Um, but. You know, this is what central banks are doing. This is what you should be doing as well. I I will tell you, it's interesting that, you know, you'll see a picture of the queen next to their gold. Uh, She'll take a tour. You you can't take the. the, I I don't know the last time you were allowed to take a picture in the 70s. Maybe we don't know what gold we have now. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Carol Roth, make sure you pick up her new book. Uh, You Will Own Nothing by Carol Roth. You can pre-order now wherever you buy books. The Glenn Beck Program. So Patricia lives in Michigan, and at one time she was in constant pain. Knees, hips. Now she's in her 70s, so she sort of thought, okay, I'm in my 70s, this is what what happens. But she had a difficult time getting in and out of chairs uh, and out of her bed. One day, she turned on the radio, she was listening to me talk about Relief Factor, And she decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. I've had it with pain. She didn't know if Relief Factor would work, but she was tired of doing nothing about it. She said after trying it just within a few days, she realized that her pain was fading away and her mobility was returning. Patricia has her life back, and so could you. Relief Factor. It was developed by doctors. It's not a drug, so it's not going to space you out. It's three-week quick start. Just try it for three weeks. See if it works. $19.95 $19.95 for the trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. It's Relief Factor at relieffactor.com, or you can call the number 800, the number 4, Relief, 800-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Right now you can save 10 bucks using the promo code Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, we have uh, Tucker Carlson joining us in about half an hour. You don't want to miss that. I'm anxious to talk to him. A lot of questions. And, I, I, you know, I think it's really simple to clear up um, what he's saying. You know, everybody is fighting over. He's trying to make it look like it was mostly peaceful. Oh, you mean like all of the press and the Democrats Tried to make the George Floyd riots look mostly peaceful. Yeah, I don't think that's what he's doing. He's clearly stated that, uh, no, no, it it was bad in parts, but it's not what they say it is. Uh, And the video, I don't see how he's taken it out of context because you can't add things that 
aren't on the video. Well, I mean, I suppose you could. Did you hear the uh, DO, uh, the um, DOD is now looking for permission to get into the deep fake world? Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, no, that's going to be really good. Um, by the way, uh, something happening today. I'm rooting for it. I mean, you, you know, take your own stand, but... An asteroid is uh, coming near Earth, miss, uh, today. Again, I'm rooting for the asteroid. But uh, in a very strange uh, post, the asteroid, this is from NASA, the asteroid is the size of 112 camels. Now, I don't know. I remember when we tried to go on the metric system. And nobody wanted. I don't know when we went on the camel system. And are those cigarettes? Or are those actual camels? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how big 112 camels are either. I'm not really in America. We're not all that up on our camels. And are they camels lips to butt or shoulder to shoulder? I don't know. Shouldn't we know this if we're going to be killed by something? <laughs> it's just going to be specific. You're not asking for more than, no, than just, is necessary. Right. 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 I'm just wondering who's, these camels? who's writing who's writing the stories for NASA? Who's who's out there going, oh, well, we'll use the camel measurement. Everybody knows that. No, <laughs> nobody knows that. Plus, I mean, are we trying Circus to say people? Maybe. 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 But there are a lot of camels in search. I guess well, there would be at least one. And then you could go, okay, just imagine 112 of them. But still, you don't know lips to butts or shoulder to shoulder. I just don't like how they're just saying that every camel is exactly the same. You know, these Thank are individual you. camels. Some of them are, are a little thicker. We don't even know Some how they them, identify. We don't. Some of them might identify as an asteroid. Right. Others may not. <laughs> anyway, um, in Maryland... This is going to be this is going to work out really well. OK, uh, who would see who would see any problems coming from this in Maryland? Felony murder occurs when someone is killed in a felony crime mm. like robbery being committed. Getaway driver hits and kills a pedestrian. OK, well, they are now trying to change that in Maryland with the Youth Accountability and Safety Act. Uh, apparently, if, let's say, you got a baby driver and he's under 25, he shouldn't be held responsible in felony murder. He, his brain hasn't fully developed till he's 25. So if, oh. you, if you are on felony murder um, the, you know, and you're under 25, you don't, you don't get charged with murder, which... Seems like this is going to work out really well. By the way, um, your brain is developed and and enough development has gone on at the age of five to choose your own gender. But uh, if you murder somebody, no. At 24, no way. No way. That's no unfair. Way. Um and this is the Youth Accountability yes. and Safety Act? Yes. yes. I like, yes. First of all, YAS is the actual acronym. Um, but I will say, uh, what, what, what does this do about accountability except remove it? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what we do now. Mm. That's what we do now. By the way, the uh, attorney general uh, in Washington, Washington state, uh, is uh, wants a, you know, kind of a ministry of uh, truth there. 
the attorney general is advocating for a bill uh, that will, you know, put the attorney general in charge of uh, information and he can go after domestic extremism or misinformation. So some are saying this is one of the most dangerous bills ever to be proposed in Washington. But, you know, that's the people that don't understand that your brain's not fully formed at 25. So you can't be held responsible for murder either. Um, I think that's uh, that's wonderful. Um, the FBI whistleblower new one today claims the agency forced him to, you know, juice up the domestic terrorism numbers. Can we make this look a little better? Now, he said the way they did that is, you know, when you're investigating domestic terror, like you're on the domestic terror, uh, you know, order to find out about, you know, uh, September 11th. You don't have 19 cases because there were 19 hijackers. You have one case that looks at 19 hijackers. Mm -hmm. The FBI decided that they want to look at this differently now. So if I have a group of crazy Christians out in front of an abortion clinic and there's 200 of them, I've got 200 cases of domestic extremists we're looking into right here in River City because there's trouble. Come on. See, this is the problem. This is what Tucker Carlson is trying to get America to understand. It's not that there weren't any bad guys at the Capitol on January 6th. We all know that. We all know there were really bad guys, did some really bad things that should be in jail. And you know what? I don't think any vice president, Mike Pence, wouldn't have bailed them out. You know, we leave that for our Democratic vice presidents. So what's happening? This argument is all about the government. Is the government telling you the truth, the whole truth, and the nothing but the truth? The answer to that is no. They're juicing the numbers. They specifically, this is another one, the FBI specifically targeted pro-lifers after Roe was overturned. Whistleblower told Congress yesterday that on February 10th, uh, Wichita resident agency in the Kansas City field office of the uh, FBI testified before the House Select Committee. During the testimony, Mr. O'Boyle, the former FBI agent, alleged that while the agency initially created the tag threat to SCOTUS 2022 to investigate threats against Supreme Court justices in the fallout of Dobbs, that tag eventually devolved into a means of targeting pro-lifers. When this threat tag came out, I was like, why are you focusing on the pro-life people? Uh, it's pro-choice people who are the ones protesting or otherwise threatening violence in front of the Supreme Court justice's house. He uh, claimed the pressure, uh, he was pressured to ask uh, sources about pro-life people. Why why would the pro-life people know anything about this? Again, corruption. Anthony Fauci. Did the press tell you the truth? I mean, it's pretty easy. I don't understand what's wrong with America right now. I, I really don't. This is sincere. I don't get it. You have 
one thing after another, all now, it's not like Benghazi. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. We know now. We know now. The evidence is there. In some cases, the media has admitted it. But then they say it's no big deal. Well, wait, it was a really big deal because you, you said this was a conspiracy theory that was threatening our democracy. Well, we don't have a democracy. But the other problem with that is if just the idea of this happening would be so dangerous to our democracy, it could break us apart. That means that the action that now is proven might be a bigger threat to democracy, but they don't seem to care about that. They also don't seem to care about our border, which is a conspiracy theory. It's totally under control. Really? Do you know in, in uh, 2015 in Seattle, they had three overdoses of fentanyl? Three. Three. Uh, last year, they had 685. Where's that all coming from? I mean, do you think maybe there's a, a place starts with C, ends with A, and has Y in the middle of it? <laughs> but we've got the best of people watching over us. Um, let me just give you this. Um, the security person for uh, Representative Cory Bush is Nathaniel Davis III. Now, what I like about Nathaniel is he, if you're a security, you want security people. This guy is the best because he says he can summon tornadoes at will. He can mm. cause earthquakes with his hate. Mm. Um, he can conduct blood rituals to bring ruin upon his enemies. That one I probably don't want, you know. I don't want to say... You know, you can bring on some earthquakes with your hate as long as we're on the same side. That's fine. But the blood rituals? Nah, that's over the line. <laughs> he is a intergalactic master of physics self-defense. And he's, I mean, he's pretty good for his age. He says he's 109 trillion years old. Now, this is the guy who is, um, who's working with one of our congressmen. Uh, Congress, uh, Congresswoman, uh, Congresswoman, um, can I say that Congressperson? person would be more, I'd be more comfortable with that. Uh, 137,000 is what they're paying this guy, uh, for security services. Now, the other thing that, you know, I don't even know if we have to even mention, but he's also a teacher and he's been teaching classes on how to read minds summon mythical beings, maintain your urban garden. Um, and that one seems like one of these things just doesn't belong, right? I mean, gardening tips. I'm, I'm summoning mythical beings. If they're mythical, then they wouldn't be real. But, okay, you're going to learn that. You're going to learn how to read minds. And you know what? Let me show you how to take care of some potatoes. What? Well, it'll make sense because um, – he says everybody should maintain their urban gardens to avoid having to buy food from the Jews. <laughs> that 
What? You know, that's a green thumb tip I hadn't heard before. <laughs> yeah. You know, I hadn't <laughs> I hadn't heard it either. Yeah. But now that you have heard it, I don't know if you can unhear it. Yeah. Grow, you know, grow your own arugula to stay away from the Jews. I've never Right. Right. It's, well, uh, he says that you just have to liberate yourself from the genocidal Jewish cabal that runs the world. And do that through cherry tomatoes. <laughs> I mean, it's got to start somewhere. It's got to start somewhere. Gotta That's, start true. Some- That's true. That's uh, true. You know, uh, do you have his experience? Do you know? I, I mean, I can't. I can't start earthquakes oh. with my hate. No, That's and you for haven't. Sure. Been, you're a youngin. I mean, I you're am. listening to kids. He's 109 trillion years old. Right. Which you. I mean, he's the just the the drain on our you know Medicare yeah. services yeah. Uh, for that sort of lifespan is really yeah. really scary. No wonder we're in debt. Well, yeah. Well, there's more on him. I'll, I'll get to here in a second. I definitely want more on him. Oh yeah. Well, I, 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 I've, more. I've got more I, okay, on good. him. We'll do that in just a second. First, let me tell you about <laughs> Andrea, who wrote in about her dog's experience with rough green. She says our German Shepherd has been suffering with skin allergies and infections. She has slowed way down because of it, and she also has a bad hip. Well, we started using Rough Greens about two weeks ago, and the best word we can use to describe her now is happy. She has more than a bounce in her step that's back. She seems uh, to be walking better. Her coat is shinier as well. That's two weeks. That's great. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black discovered most dog food lacks the kind of nutrition that your dog needs. So this is a supplement that you put on your dog's food, and it has everything, including the probiotics that are so important. Rough Greens is so confident that your dog is going to love it that they have a special deal for you. You just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you the first bag free. It's free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. All right, so I wanted to tell you a little bit more about, uh, you know, the uh, psychic, uh, the psychic defender of Cory Bush. Um, he says he's come to teach people how to survive. Um, and, uh, you know, he said, well, the biggest thing is the Rothschild family runs the Western world. And uh, he said, you've got global elites looking to kill every last one of us. They want to wipe out half the population on the planet. And it's all planned by the Jews. Um, now, you know, one of the more interesting things, I think, is he is a high priest uh, he is the uh, he's a member of the priesthood of the sun moon, sun moon, sun moon, sun moon, which I don't know what the sun moon is. Well, you, someone like you wouldn't. We're exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's right. It's right. Because I, I probably listen to my Zionist masters. But mm-hmm. um, he says he has a lot of supernatural abilities, including the ability to sur- you know summon hurricanes, tornadoes, levitate and retrieve winning lottery numbers from the spirit realm. He said, now that one he doesn't do because it causes a lot of unintended, has a lot of really bad unintended consequences. Hmm. So he doesn't do that one very often. Um, but uh, he's got that. Now, he says he chooses not to use uh, his most destructive powers. However, in May 2020, he did say that he can cause his enemy's teeth to fall out whenever they speak his name. 
which is completely Oh my god, my teeth just fell out. That is, hang on. Oh my gosh. I will <laughs> never speak his name again. I've learned my lesson. Well, I'm gonna try to find some teeth and I'll come back. We'll get you some pudding too. Thanks. Be like Joe Biden. <laughs> The Glenn Beck Program. Really, the big newsmaker of the week has been Tucker Carlson, and it's not for anything that he has said. It is for him showing what I believe is the truth. You know, there there are lies of admission, lies of omission. The left, the media, the politicians have been omitting an awful lot. Now, they say that Tucker is selectively editing, but you can't edit things in that didn't happen you can edit things out which is what the left did the ai hasn't taken over enough we don't have enough no, deep fakes yet not, to, not enough technology not enough but that will happen soon uh so what is the problem with what tucker is doing well they're arguing something that i don't think he's saying they're saying that he was trying to make this i can't believe it these are this is the words of the new york times that he's trying to claim this was a mostly peaceful event. Are you... <laughs> How many times do we see whole cities on fire and they're like, it's mostly peaceful. That's not what his point is. His point is somebody's been lying to us about what really happened and where are these people like Ray Epps? Why wasn't he charged? Something's wrong. Well, the best guy to talk to about it is Tucker Carlson. He joins me in 60 seconds. I want you to imagine an emergency situation. It doesn't have to be, you know, war with Russia. Although that's a pretty good one, considering where things stand. I don't know, Stu. More likely to go with China or Russia at this point, or both. Both sounds both. like the right answer. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Anyway, um, my Patriot Supply can help you out if you're just even worried about, you know, a storm coming your way and you're snowed in and you can't get out and you just don't have anything but soy sauce uh, and uh, and duck sauce in the refrigerator. It's when my Patriot Supply can come in handy. $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit that you order. Uh, that way, everybody in your family can be prepared. The offer is only good while supplies last. Check it off your list. Sleep better knowing that everything's going to be fine. No matter what happens, you're prepared. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hey, Tucker. How are you, man? 
Tucker. Hey, Glenn. How are you? How are you doing? Good. I couldn't be better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'm so cut off. <laughs> this, uh, this is, we were talking about it earlier today. I recognize what you're going through right now. I know you do. You're one of like three people in the world you understand. <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy to watch it from the outside. Uh, so, Tucker, first of all, can we just get this out of the way? Are you saying that this was a peaceful event? Or are you saying this was... Of course not. No, no, no. I'm just, we were, I tried to be pretty, I wrote those scripts myself. So mm-hmm. any, you know, any overstatement or errors of fact are my fault. Um, but I tried to keep it specific. We focused on a couple of individuals, three. And they're Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, Brian Sicknick, the Capitol Police officer who died after January 6th, and Ray Epps the mysterious figure on camera promoting violence who is for some reason not indicted, put on the FBI's most wanted list and pulled off and thanked by Democrats for his service. And we assessed each of those stories on the big, you know, in light of the new tape that we reviewed. And in the first case, I, I merely made the point that here's a guy, Jacob Chansley, a Navy veteran who's doing four years in prison for some species of domestic terrorism, but none of us have ever been shown what he did to deserve four years in prison. And now we know. And there's videotape of him being led around by Capitol Police into the Senate chamber. And at one point, they try one door, it's locked. On his behalf, they're trying to get him into the Senate chamber. Then they lead him in, it's on tape, and he goes into the Senate chamber and immediately says a prayer out loud of thanksgiving for the police officers who let him in. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. He is being escorted by the police, but... The captain of the uh, Capitol Police said just last night that this was to de-escalate the situation. And, and I'm sure there was a lot of de-escalation going on. I'm speaking of a very specific case where this was not de-escalation. It was something else. And I can't really guess as to what it was. I merely put the video up um, and drew my conclusions. But, of course, viewers are are welcome to draw their own. But here you have a guy who's walking alone. There are no other protesters in the frame. And there are nine armed Capitol Hill police officers around him. They do not stop him. They don't try and slow him down. They don't try to bring him to an exterior exit. They bring him, they lead him, trying different doors into the Senate chamber, at which point, as I said, he says a, says a prayer, justly, of thanksgiving for them and their assistance. Now, I don't, and again, I, don't, I can't even guess as to what motivated them, what we're looking at here, but I know what we're not looking at, which is an act of violent terrorism. And yet, this guy's doing four years in jail. And I'm trying not to use profanity on your show, but like, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, for real, like, what is that? And don't tell me it's something that it's not. And so the main conclusion that I drew is that Chuck Schumer and the, the horrible Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, filthy man, and Mitt Romney and Tom Tillis and Senator Kramer of North Dakota, like they're all lying. They're all lying. And a lot of them are Republicans. Why are they lying about what we can see plainly? And why didn't they want us to see it? And again, I can't sort of fill in that blank. I can't answer that question. But I know deception when I see it. It's demonstrable. It's proven. And they should, I think, be asked to explain themselves. Like it's not enough to say, oh, it was the worst violent insurrection since Gettysburg or something. Okay, fine. Stop with the overstatement, the hyperbole, and just explain to me what I'm looking on 
on the screen and seeing, you know, Tucker, um, because I've been in this situation before. Let me ask you, if I came to you and I gave you some edited footage of something and I said, no, Tucker, this is what it is. You're not going to believe this. Uh, I mean, I'm going to show you some stuff, but this was an armed insurrection. It was really bad. Let me show you. And I've edited some tape and given it to you. If that turned out that uh, I edited out the things that you found, would you just kind of go quiet or would you come out and blast me to smithereens? I'd feel deceived. And right. And as you know, you work in, you've worked in television most of your life. You've worked around pictures. You know their power, and you know their capacity to deceive. Nothing is more misleading than pictures. Mm-hmm. You think you're seeing the whole story. You're not. And all of us who work in this medium know that. And so I think TV people, above all, and movie people, anyone who works around pictures, is very aware of their power and their capacity for deception. And so we're suspicious. Okay, you show me those pictures, you whip me into a lather, but is there something you're not showing me? Did you edit that? And so from the very first day, I wanted to see all the video. And and, And I don't understand why other, why is MSNBC and CNN and you know, NBC news and CBS. And like, why is no one else interested? I, well, I, no, but I it's, it's, it's beyond not interested. They, if they were innocent of, of this, if they were just saying, Hey, we're just reporting what we have been told and what we were given, I would feel very deceived. And I would be the loudest in the room saying, release all of it to me. Cause uh, what I just saw doesn't match what you gave me. Why aren't they standing yeah. up and defending their own honor and integrity? Well, that's it. That's it. Oh, God. I'm so grateful you said that because that's the core of it. It's not even – thank you for saying that. It's not even about politics, partisanship, power. It's about dignity. Yes. It's about your own self-respect. I'm an adult man. I'm 53. I have four grown children. I pay my taxes. I'm a citizen, lifelong of this country. You can't lie to me. You diminish me when you do that. And if I participate in that, if I allow you to lie to me, then I'm no longer a free man. I'm a slave. And that has to do with me. It's not even about you. It's I have self-respect and I cannot allow that to continue without me saying something about it because I respect myself. I hold myself to higher standards. I'm not, you know, I'm not Mahatma Gandhi or something. I'm, I don't, I don't want to overstate my virtue. I'm not very virtuous, actually. But I do have some standard of self-respect and they don't. And it's shocking to me. You called the January 6th committee members, uh, liars, um, besides Here. suggestions that, you know, Sitnik was murdered, not even uh, suggestions, but claiming that, um, a, a, do you make the case that they're liars? They, they didn't just, you know, fib a bit and eat around the corners that these are full fledged liars. Well, that was the stunning part to me. I've been in Washington my whole life and my dad worked for the government. So I had a kind of root level trust in government or a trust in government, but like the whole thing can't be fraudulent because I know the people who work there. My dad was one of them. Like this is, you know, I'm very much from that world. I guess that's what I'm saying. So my default setting is not they're lying about everything. I've never assumed that. And so I was shocked to learn that they were lying intentionally. And the way that we know that, we have a very specific way of knowing that, which is 
when January 6th committee researchers looked at video, they bookmarked it. They left an electronic mark on the video they watched. So we know what they watched. And then we watched it. And so there is video of Chansley, of Ray Epps, and of Brian Sicknick that we know they watched that was not included in the report, was never mentioned in the hearings, a year and a half, a thousand witnesses, 850 page report. And this video, which overturns the story they were telling, proves it was a lie, they saw but hid. So, you know, I'm always hesitant to go to motive because who understands people's motives? You know, you can only really guess about them. But in this specific case, we know that they lied. And that just blew my mind. I mean, you know, some of these guys, if Adam Schiff lies, I think Adam Schiff, there are spiritual forces surrounding Adam Schiff. Like, I think he is a force of darkness. And I mean that. But somebody, is Benny Thompson evil? Like, I have trouble believing, you know, like, is, is, I mean, I've known Liz Cheney for 25 years. Is Liz Cheney, like, actually a liar? I just always assume she just disagrees on the, on the issues with me. No, it turns out Liz Cheney is actually affirmatively a liar. She knew information. She withheld it because it challenged the lie that she was telling to the public. And that's just completely, I mean, call me naive. I guess I'm sure everyone listening is like, how stupid are you? Well, I guess kind of stupid because I was blown away by that. So I know you don't want to go into motivation, but this is a pretty large lie. I don't want to use big lie because that's what Schumer used and Hitler used. <laughs> um, but it's a pretty large lie. What, what is the motivation? Well, if you, you know, again, I can only speculate, but I, I know the effects of the lie, and they're not small. This, this is an event that was a complex event with many facets, and they simplified it immediately into a good versus evil tale, as they do with everything, partly because they lack nuance and imagination and sophistication, but partly because this was a tool they were using for a purpose. It was a cudgel they were using to beat down their opponents and grab more power for themselves. And in effect, what it did was change the definition of terrorism from something that, you know, exists in other countries and is aimed at us to Republican voters, populist voters. I shouldn't say Republican because Bernie Sanders voters, Trump voters, anybody who questions the legitimacy of the current two parties power holders is now redefined not as a political opponent, but as a terrorist. And that has very specific consequences. It means all of a sudden you can harness the world's largest law enforcement organization, the FBI and the intel agencies, CIA, NSA, defense intelligence, all of them. And you can harness them against your political opponents. And that's exactly what they did, not just in the hundreds of people who went to jail and the almost 100 who were still in jail without trial as political prisoners 26 months later. But all the other people who are just political activists who have views, people, honestly, people like you, like they can read your text messages. They did read mine. And I say read my text messages and then threaten me with them. And, you know, I brought this to members of Congress. They had a hearing on it. NSA admitted they did it. And then nothing happened. You know, the director of the NSA is still in office, like nothing happens. And you realize, wow, the, the largest organization in human history, the federal government, has been harnessed as a political tool. It's like the one thing you can't allow. And we have allowed it. It's happened with the complicity of Republicans, certainly with Mitch McConnell's complicity. And that's just mind blowing. And then it's like, well, what do I do now? You know, I'm not going to leave America. I'm from here. 
I love this country. I have four kids. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay here. But you really start to feel like I've, I've always thought I was a very patriotic person, fly the American flag, believe in the country. And all of a sudden, it's like the power centers in the country, the, the government, which is supposed to be nonpartisan, serving all of us equally as citizens, that's turned against me like I'm some Al-Qaeda member from Baluchistan or something like what? It's very bewildering. I will say that. Yeah, I think part of it is because we forgot what Washington said, which was, you know, government is like fire. You control it. It's fine. If it controls you, it'll burn everything down. And we confused our our love of the principles of our country with the love of and trust of our government. Trust the principles not the government. I'm back with uh, Tucker Carlson here in 60 seconds. We're moving into a moment in our country's history that might be remembered as the time when the Republic fell. I hope not. I hope to God not. But this thing needs to be unplugged and plugged back in and restored to factory settings. It has to happen. I don't know how, but it has to. We, in the meantime, need to make sure that we have an alternate economy and 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 we're working and supporting people who are supporting us and working towards the same thing. And that is the restoration of our principles in this country. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. It's now offering service with all three networks. Uh, It comes with a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with the coverage, you can switch among the three major carriers for free. Just make the switch today. They are in our towns, in our uh, school board meetings. They are helping people all across the country to fight for the things that you and I both believe in. And they give you great coverage at a lower price. So switch patriotmobile.com slash back patriotmobile.com slash back or call them at 878-PATRIOT 878-PATRIOT free activation today with the offer code back 10 seconds station ID. So Tucker, what is it that what if if you know because i think you're making points that i understand but the left intentionally is misunderstanding them and trying to direct the conversation into places that you're not you're not suggesting what is the what is the message that you want people to walk away with this week what's the point of what you're doing that you're being lied to and that you deserve better. Your government's not allowed to lie to you. That's against the law. They're not allowed to lie to you. It's your government. And you should demand better. And I, and I would say in a very specific way, I've alluded to it a couple of times, that for people who are not, you know, supporters of President Biden, who think the system needs reform, that it doesn't represent them, it doesn't serve their interests, those people are Republican voters because they have no option. They vote for the Republican Party. There's no third party, a meaningful one. And so very specifically, they have to demand more from their own representatives or else democracy isn't real. So representative democracy, that means your will is expressed through the votes of the people you vote for to go to Washington on your behalf. And that is absolutely not happening. Their priorities are in a different universe from the priorities of their voters. You don't see that on the left. Democratic politicians make some effort to represent their own voters. 
Republican politicians do not. Mitch McConnell has zero interest in what you think about anything. And that is a that's a structural problem with the party. And I don't know what it like what the fix is. I think part of the problem is that Republican voters don't like the donors don't like Republican voters. They clearly don't. You know, and the biggest donors to the Republican Party think Republican voters are disgusting. And that's that's a huge, huge problem. That's not true on the other side. So I don't know. But, I, you know, there's kind of nothing you can do about Merrick Garland if you're your average voter. But if you're if your member of Congress is like not even bothering to listen to what you care about, you have a way to replace them. It's called a primary And I don't know why that never happens. I mean, I really don't understand. I mean, Adam Kinzinger would still be serving in the Congress if he wasn't redistricted out of his seat. And like, what is that? You know, were the majority of Republican voters in his Illinois district on his side? No, but he would have gotten reelected. So there's a problem with our system. And I, I hope that can be fixed. Um, I, I want to, by the way, you have another 15 or so minutes. Of course. Okay. Um, uh, you know, the other thing that I, I think needs to be addressed is these people that have just dropped off of the face of the earth. Apps is one. There's something very wrong there. Um, yeah. And a couple of people, there's been, I think, four or five that have been dropped off the FBI most wanted, not because they're uh, they've been found is because, well, I don't know. The FBI just stopped looking for them. And you can't go from the most wanted to a nobody and i think this goes to the question of who are the police officers that were giving you know given the tour who 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 is ray epps why can't we get in any information on people like the guy that they called ginger gun uh who had an earpiece and a handgun in his belt that was wanted by the fbi and then not wanted by the fbi there's there's something else here that needs to be dug out beyond you know the guy with horns what did he do there's much the more Beck program back in a minute um, once upon a time common knowledge that precious metals like gold and silver were the standard that kept everything afloat one of the reasons why we're so close to falling into dangerous waters of a digital currency is that we as a society have forgotten the way the things really are For your sake and the sake of your family, you really need to have a hedge against the coming economic insanity. And I'm not talking about investing everything you have, but you should have a portion uh, of whatever you have saved for your retirement in some sort of safe thing like gold or silver. Goldline this week is reoffering its IRA and retirement account promotion with free metals shipped directly to your front door with every qualifying IRA. Call Goldline now. Find out how to add precious metals to your 401k, TSP account, your SEP, your IRA, your Roth, traditional IRA, annuity, CDs, whatever retirement account you have and you'd like to protect that money, call Goldline right now. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We have more with Tucker Carlson next.
We're with Tucker Carlson uh, talking about what he's been talking about on uh, television this week uh, with the January 6th commission. Um, you know, there's, you know, when you watch the, the uh, Josh Hawley uh, segment where they made fun of him in the January 6th, you know, hearing and everybody's laughing at him. That is so incredibly petty to selectively edit when you know everyone was running out and he was one of the last to run out, you just edit that sliver. Why would they go do something that? Pe- I mean, why would they do that? Because that's who they are and they can't help themselves. And by the way, if it's just going to be like small ball, Twitter level political theater and they're just generating memes out of the Congress, OK, that's, you know, whatever, that's fine. But don't tell me it's 9-11 then. Like, both things can't be true. Do you know what I mean? If it's like yeah. pissing on Josh Hawley, he's a coward, he's not really a man, and, like, the party of gay rights is going to smear him by implying he's gay. Like, the whole thing is so weird anyway. But whatever, that's who they are. They're low. Okay, fine. But then you have the attorney general standing up and telling me that this was an assault on our democracy and the FBI right. has to get involved. Like, no, that's not allowed because you're degrading our core institutions when you do that. The Attorney General of the United States got on television yesterday at a hearing and said five Capitol Police officers were murdered on January 6th. Well, that's not true. No Capitol Police officers were murdered on January 6th. And what were their names? And where are the autopsy reports? And, like, how exactly did they die? Why don't you tell us? This is the Attorney General. This is not Eric Swalwell on MSNBC. This is not Joy Reid, you know, freeballing into a commercial break. This is the attorney general who commands the FBI. Like, you can't talk like that. That's crazy. In, in February 21, you, I think, were the first to report that Bank of America was sharing private customer information with federal law enforcement agencies regarding the banking activity surrounding January 6th. Well, now we find out from a whistleblower it appears as though Bank of America volunteered this information and even went so far as providing gun purchases dating back to 1991. Bank of America, I guess they think they're too big to fail. Maybe they are. They ignore all questions from the media, including us. Um, I mean, at, at what point, as you said when they were reading your texts, um, nobody's paying for any of this. At what point does the system just collapse on into some sort of a fascistic gulag? Well, that's obviously their goal. I mean, I don't, you know, and I hate overstatement. I engage in it regularly because I get mad, you know, and yeah. I get over my skis and, I, and my wife's always telling me just, you know, calm down, say a prayer, don't say things you don't mean. And that's a very fair criticism. But at some point, you have to kind of make rational judgments on the basis of available evidence. And I don't see any limit to their designs. I don't. What is the limiting principle here? They don't believe in God. They think they're God. They are the final word in everything in, in their in their view. And so there's really no limit to what they can do to people who oppose them. And there, honestly, there has not been. I mean, I guess the limit would be killing them. But taking away a man's freedom is tantamount to killing him. And they've done that at scale. So. Look, what they're doing is, I mean, one of the many effects, none of this happens in a vacuum, is to turn kind of responsible systems supporting people like me into jittery paranoids. 
Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to have a lot of people buying pallets of 7.62 steel case with Krugerrands. Like, I'm almost there. Like, what? why wouldn't I be at a certain point? The banking system? Like, Bank of America? AP Giannini's bank from San Francisco, the town of my birth, is now turning you in for buying a gun legally? What? Like, it can really, and I feel like I'm, I've been married to the same girl for 32 years. I'm pretty stable in my personal life. I'm not, you know, subject to flights of fancy. And even I am feeling very kind of jumpy. What about someone who isn't married and doesn't have kids and has got nothing to lose? Like, you're creating crazy people by acting this way. That is true. And no one ever says that. I'm surprised we don't have more horrifying acts of mass violence. Yeah, I know. Like, we're creating Tim McVeigh's. And I say that with deep sadness. I don't want that. I, I have to tell you that, you know, they, they keep talking about conspiracy theories. The reason why there are conspiracy theories is because what they tell us continues to turn out to be untrue. And then yes. they they silence everyone from even asking. So, of course, that the psychological result of that is I got another theory that fits better. It, only transparency, only transparency uh, heals that. Let me ask you, when you got the um, when you got all the tapes, um, can it did did Fox News, the news department, can they have access to that? Would would they get access to that? Do you think I mean, what do we do with these tapes now? Because now it's your word against that's a good question. I can I you know, we work independently. We work for the same company you've worked here, you know, and but they really are in different silos. I can say that no one from any news organization that I'm aware of, and I can't speak for my producers, but that as far as I know, no one has ever, no one ever asked. Can, can, can I ask back. right now? Can I get access to those? But as far as I'm concerned, you can have access to whatever you want. I mean, I personally think that everyone should have access to them. Just I'll put you in touch with my producer uh, who's been dealing with um, the speaker's office for sure. I mean, so, why, wait a minute. I mean, so, so nobody... Nobody from the news department, any news department, contacted and said, hey, Tucker, what do you what do you see and what do you got? Not one working journalist has texted me directly and everybody in the world, including my UPS delivery guy, has my text. Nobody doesn't have my text. I mean, I should just announce it on your show. Everybody has. (laughs) So I am the easiest person to get in touch with. I've had the same phone since 1995, the same phone number. I never change it. I respond to every text every day. So I am not hard to get in touch with at all. I'm not Colonel Kurtz up the Mekong, okay? I'm just sitting in my backyard. And nobody has reached. And, and I was in mainstream journalism for 25 years, so I know everybody. Nobody has asked me. And instead, I'm getting all these texts like, I'm Sarah Ellison from the Washington Post. Is it true that you suck? You know, the White House <laughs> issued a statement today saying you're a white supremacist Nazi. Would you care to comment? <laughs> and I just, I just said I respond to every text every day. I did not respond to Sarah Ellison or like all, you know, Dylan Beers or whatever his name is from Puck or whatever that is. Like, you know, the only text I've gotten have been after they revealed that I'm Satan. And then like, what's your comment? Can, can you comment on your you know, moral decrepitude, Mr. Carlson? <laughs> It's amazing. Amazing. Um, uh, uh, Tucker, I, I know that there has to be times that you feel very alone. Uh, you're not. There are millions. And people used to say this to me. But I'm telling you, I know because it happened to me. There are millions of people 
that are hearing what you're saying and getting the message, and you are certainly not alone. Don't ever feel that way. Well, thank you, Glenn. I, I feel blessed by that. I feel that, and I I feel, I feel that. Yeah, I I do feel that, and I feel people's prayers, and yeah. and I do, and I feel like there's all. It's like a physics principle, you know. There's always a reaction to 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 a force, and I do feel a lot of honesty and a lot of love, not named at me, but just in the atmosphere. Like there's yeah. something good happening, even as something bad has happened. There is. I really feel that strongly. Can I, now, can I flip this around just a bit? I know that if I were you, I would have thought, I mean, I got them dead to rights here. This is, this is going to blow this whole thing up. And there's, there's going to be a lot of people, not everybody, but there will be a lot of people who may have been on the other side or like, wait, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because this is so critical, you cannot live in a free society where the Justice Department is corrupt. The uh, judges are corrupt. The media is corrupt and the politicians are corrupt. You cannot have a free society. So everyone should be concerned about this. Are you surprised at all that the reaction from the the everyone it seems in power? I I I am surprised, but I also think this is foundational. I mean, you know, we talk about a lot of different topics on the show, and it's some of them I think are really important and interesting, and they get no response, and nobody cares. You know, I always say this to my staff, like we could get on the air tonight and say, you know, we really should invade Belgium because those Walloons are just like they're loathsome people and we should just put them all in camps. And nobody would say a word. If you say a word about Syria, holy smokes, like they come to your house. I don't know why is Syria like so essential to the system, but Belgium, a NATO ally in the middle of Europe, isn't I, I don't understand it. All I know, I know their priorities by their reaction. And January 6th, I came at it very ingenuously, like, wait, this wasn't an armed white supremacist insurrection. You know, like, why are you saying that? And the second I said that out loud, they went freaking crazy. So I'm not, look, I can only guess. There's so much I don't know. I'm like feeling the outlines of something in a dark room. But I know that if you, this is an open wound for them. And if you press it, all of a sudden you have all these Republicans attacking you. It's like, what is that? Aligning with Chuck Schumer, like all of a sudden you've got Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer saying exactly the same thing. Well, then that tells you just through inductive reasoning that this is the foundation of something that they're colluding on. What is it? I don't know. I'll leave it to bigger minds to speculate, but it's it's demonstrably real. Right. I mean, like, why would they buy? I'm a freaking talk show host on a cable channel. Like, who cares what I think? And all of a sudden they're spending all this energy attacking me but it's, of course it's not about me it's about the story that story is at the center of of what they're doing and and what they're planning obviously and obviously. and this is why the white house this is just breaking uh it is they they're making it about you in comments shared first with politico the white house joined republican senate leaders uh, who a day earlier assailed Ca- um, Carlson's broadcast of selected assault footage as being filled with offensive and misleading conclusions. We agree with the chief of the Capitol Police and the wide range of bipartisan lawmakers 
who have condemned this false depiction of the unprecedented violent attack on our Constitution and rule of law, which cost police officers their lives. We also agree. <laughs> we also agree with Fox News's own attorneys and executives who have now repeatedly stressed in multiple courts of law that Tucker Carlson is just not credible. <laughs> oh, well, it, it does sound, Glenn, like everyone's against me. Um, but I don't, you know, I, from my perspective, it's really not about me. It's about what actually happened. And I continue to think that I'm, I'm you know, I've... I've always been, not always, but as I've aged, I've, I've been willing and I want to be willing to admit my own flaws and my own sins, you know, my own inherent crappiness as a person. I'll admit that. I think yeah. it's important to admit that. I agree. But, I, but in this case, it's not about me. It's about the lies that they're telling. And that's just true. And I have no... Look, obviously, this isn't helping me. <laughs> you know, I'm like not winning in this. You know, right. like, why am I doing this to get richer? I mean, I know a lot of. To- I know all the talk show hosts. I know everybody right in our business, as you do too. And a lot of them are just like, I'm going to take a pass on that and just like get yeah, mad about tax rates or whatever, oh. whatever it is, whatever the story that you can safely push and other, you know, and play the partisan, the silly partisan game, but. This is not about partisanship. It's not about parties. It's not about ideology even. It's about power. And and I just feel like for the short time I'm on earth and for however long I have my current job, I should be as honest as I can possibly be and focus on the issues that actually matter. That's how I feel about it. And I really mean that. Well, obviously I mean that. Uh, you know, how is it going to end for me? What you think? I don't know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. So, and Tucker, l- listen, to listen to me. Yeah. Um, uh, you are, uh, doing amazing work as long as you continue to stay tethered in reality and with God and you speak the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth you are, you are going to have, I think, divine protection around you. And as someone who has been literally in your place, I will always have your back. Thank you, Glenn. I'm grateful for that. And it's funny, as soon as this stuff started to happen to me, I mean, even years ago, I was like, you know what? I have a very uh, different opinion of Glenn Beck. Like, I got... (laughs) No, I'm serious. I'm serious. In a good good way. In a good way. So, yeah. God bless. I know what you're saying, man. God bless. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Tucker Carlson. All right. You remember, you know, that one time your car broke down and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't care what it costs to fix because I'm just stuffed with cash right now. Yeah, no, uh -uh. that never happens. I don't think Bill Gates ever thinks that. It's like, what? What is it going to cost? Car Shield now will save you 20% on your plan. And I can't tell you how many hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on your car repairs when it breaks down. They have affordable protection that fits every budget. You'll want them in those times when those costly repairs finally come to roost it's 800-227-6100 call them now 800-227-6100 you can find out all about them and also you know sign up for your plan at carshield.com slash back carshield.com slash back or call them at 800-227-6100 save 20 percent 
with the promo code Beck. Glenn Beck. One of these days, one of these days, uh, all of the, all of the good media people will be free, free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty. I'm free at last. Uh, it is, uh, I'm just reminded of, of, of being in his position at that network. Uh, and, uh, I'd keep him in your prayers. Um, but nothing's going to stop him um, from reaching the people he needs to reach. Um, we're in interesting times. Find the people who have little to gain uh, by telling you the truth. Because they're the, they're the ones who are getting constantly hammered. Those are the people that you can at least begin to trust the Glenn Beck program.